Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beat the Buzzer NBA podcast, where Javi and Noah discuss awesome NBA topics in under 15 minutes. Today, as the players who we grew up watching are becoming old and getting close to retirement, we are going to discuss who we think are the next players who are going to dominate the NBA for the next 10 years. So let's get right into it. So as sad as this seems, LeBron, Durant, Curry, James Harden have been players that all of their generation has grown up watching. But this will come to an end soon as these players start to reach the end of their prime and move into their later 30s. But luckily we have an amazing young generation that's coming up. We have to wonder who's the next LeBron, Durant, Steph Curry. So in order to determine this, um, Noah and I are going to discuss who we think are the top five players um, who are going to be dominating the league in the next 10 years when all these guys we grew up watching are retired or close to that stage. And in order to do this, we want to look at how high the ceiling of each of these young players is to see how much better they can get. Um, And without further ado... Let's start. Let's do something cool. Let's start number one. Let's start one down. One down. My person that I think is going to be the face of the NBA for the next 10 years, honestly, has a chance to become the greatest player of all time. I think it's Luka Doncic. He's 21 years old. He's averaging near unparalleled stats with some of the all-stars in the NBA right now. He's an MVP candidate. He already had a great playoff moment against the Clippers. And I think that the Mavericks are a piece away from becoming a finals team. Yep, we both agree on that. Um, Luka is, as you said, a talent that we've never, ever seen. And one of the reasons why I think he has the highest ceiling in the NBA by far is because of his player instinct and his knowledge of how to win games. This kid came into the NBA and you could just see he was built different. He he knows how to do things that players don't know how to do at 21. Not even LeBron, who's one of the greatest playmakers of all time, knew how to create plays like this kid does. That Dallas Mavericks team just had the one of the best offensive seasons in NBA history. And guess who was leading that offense with a bunch of role players and Porzingis but they're not bad but obviously it was Luka and um I and also let's add to the fact that he's a really nice guy very charismatic and that will add to him being like the person who represents the NBA in the next 10 years as opposed to maybe some of these players that we're gonna be talking about today yeah so let's move on to number two on on our list for me at number two a little older on the spectrum than some of these other guys, 25 years old, Giannis Antetokounmpo. The reason that I did not put him above Luka is I think he's a nearly finished product. But I will say this. He goes to a team like Miami, and they form a big three, and he racks up one, two, three, four, five championships, whatever it may be. We're having a different conversation. But there's also the possibility that he goes to the Mavericks in 
he becomes second in command to Luca, and it's just not even a discussion at that point. Yeah. Um. Well, although I was tempted to put Giannis at my number two, I'm gonna say why I didn't. Um. Uh, I think he is, as I mentioned earlier, pretty close to his ceiling. Obviously, this guy's already a two-time MVP. You can't really see a much higher ceiling to that. But um, I don't really... I, I think he does have things to do. For example, he's never been to an NBA Finals. And he will probably do it um, in the if he leaves the Bucks, or maybe even if they bring people to the Bucks. But I feel like he's already had three years where he, his basketball has been at a very high level and he hasn't been able to perform well in the playoffs and that has kind of just made him a player that people just don't like as much because they know he's not you know he can get shut down when teams have good defense and like that I feel like will contribute and people are already starting to see him as like you know this guy was really good in the season but he never really does anything in the playoffs and I feel like he's going to develop as that um, as his career progresses, but I just can't see him being better than Luca or the player who I have at number two, who is Jason Tatum. Um, I might be overrating Tatum, but I think that his basketball abilities, his skill set, is way more complete than Giannis's. Obviously, Giannis is more athletic, but Tatum is a more gifted scorer. I feel like since he entered the league, as opposed to Giannis, who took a couple of years to adapt, Tatum, since he entered the league, has been making it far in the playoffs. Um, in 2018, he he played against LeBron in Cleveland, and he gave him a great series. He even posterized him in Game 7. And I feel like he he's a player that when you watch him play, you say, damn, this kid is going to have some really good seasons, and he's only 22 so he probably has like five years until he really reaches his prime. So that's why I have him as my number two. Yeah. I have him actually as number three on my list. That's what I will say about Tatum, especially in comparison to Giannis. I think in order to be the face of the NBA, in order to be one of the greatest of all time over the next 10 years or so, you have to have one thing that just really stands out. I think with Luka, I think he's just, unbelievable scorer, unbelievable passer, and he's just very a complete package, sort of similar to LeBron in that aspect. I mean, LeBron has that athleticism, but you could say Luka's thing is just the feel of the court, and that's what they have different. For Michael Jordan, it was the play after play, he could make the clutch shot, you could trust him to do that, and he could just will dominance in the games. If you look at Giannis when compared to Tatum, the reason that it's even a question that you might have Giannis at number one, possibly, is that Giannis has the Shaq skill set with almost even better ball handling, and there's still the chance that he can improve upon an already okay shot. And I think Tatum's more of a, a score, something that we've seen before, and really just nothing, not too special in any one aspect, but maybe if you get the shooting there, that could change. Um, I'll lead into that, the number four on my list is Zion Williamson. Talk about someone who could do something amazing, just almost better than anyone. He's possibly the best leaper in the entire NBA get above the rim better than anyone and there's just something about when you watch him play that's special he was special at Duke remember his first NBA game kept getting delayed but he was special when he finally was able to play he 
didn't get to play that much, but it, it was special. The NBA tried to get him to the playoffs, get him to the ball playoffs, whatever. It didn't work out. But I think if Zion could get it all put together and he could stay healthy, that he might have a chance to jump probably Tatum or Giannis. I, I don't think Luka personally, but a chance to jump Tatum or Giannis over the next couple of years. But I think the health is really important there. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting pick, especially since, you know, he's played way less than any of these other guys we've been talking about. Um, my only problem with Zion is that, you know, you mentioned that he's very, uh, special and everyone, you know, is excited when they watch him play, but I feel like that's going to have, that's going to turn against him when he's like 25 because his standards right now are so high and that's not his fault. I mean, it is his fault for being so impressively good in high school and in Duke, but in the NBA, realistically, he's not going to do the same things he did in Duke. Well, he's going to posterize everyone. He's he's going to be an amazing player. I just think his standard is going to kind of like make him sort of a hated player later in his career because people are going to be like, yeah, he's a bust, uh, even though he's probably going to be really good. But he's just like, since he's probably destined to be one of the GOATs because of his unique uh, skill set, and the amazing plays he can do, then people are always going to try to criticize him, as they already do, and he's only 20. So I feel like that's why I don't have him that high. Um, although, yeah, as you said, he can probably go ahead and jump all these players and, like, develop a jump shot and become the GOAT if he wants to, because, like, he can do things no one on this list can dream of doing. Yeah. And uh, that's my take on Zion. My number four is... Nikola Jokic. And oh, man. No. Come I on. say that because, as you mentioned, players have to be special in some way. And Jokic brings you something that I would say no other center has ever brought to the NBA. And that is, like, point guard level passing. And I don't mean by the assist number. Some centers have averaged some decent assist numbers but the types of passes that this guy makes and how easy he makes the offense flow is impressive and the fact that he just made it to conference finals when he's 25 and he really doesn't depend on his athleticism so he probably can get more athletic as he develops and I don't even know if he needs it, but I think he's just a winner and he knows how to play basketball and how to I, lead a team. What I would say to that is I don't even know if he's in top two of people I would consider on his team to be possibly the next face of the NBA. I might, I think I would put Murray above him at this point, just what he's been able to do. Maybe even put Michael Porter Jr. above him. Who knows? I, I would say that Jokic, arguably the greatest passer in the NBA, which is, all right, fair. But I think there's just something missing. It's just the way that he plays, it's just when you get to the playoffs, it could be so great. It could win a couple games. But he's just not dynamic enough. Whether it's the defense or just, like, what he brings to the game, whether it's the fact that he's not a leaper, which can be important. Like, I mean, let's say, let's compare him even to someone like Bam Adebayo. You could argue that Bam Adebayo has a higher ceiling than him just based off of pure athleticism. And just if they could even sort of 
mirror the passing talent, he could still have just as great of a career. So that's what I would say with Jokic. And I'll leave that into number five on my list. Another player who I think can do something so great that it could almost propel them above the rest if all the pieces were put together correctly and he had the right team around him. That's Trey Young. I think Trey Young, I've been watching him since high school. I think he's one of the best shooters in the league just in terms of everything. I think he supposed to put some more things together to improve the efficiency standpoint of that and have that shown in the NBA. But if you have the right team around him, I think he's really a, a point guard who could be the next point guard for this upcoming generation and be a top five NBA player for the next 10 years. The problem is there's another player who you could argue maybe will shoot just as good and pass better and is much bigger with Luka that you just you can't really put him above some of those guys. I don't think he's above yeah. Luka. I don't think he's above Giannis. And you could argue about Tatum or Zion. Yeah, I actually agree on this pick. Uh, I have Trey Young as my number five, too. Uh, I I think he's amazing. I think he's going to be the next Damian Lillard in terms of this guy is going to score 27 per game every year. And uh, I, I just don't know if he can get to that stage where he's winning. I hope he does. But maybe he ends up being like Lillard, who is like a second-tier winner. He's always in the playoffs but never winning. So let's see what happens with that. But... Let's move on. I have an honorable mention mm-hmm. that I haven't really talked about. Um, I think I, I didn't put Zion in my top five, surprisingly, but I have him right here at number six. Uh, and as I mentioned, uh, I don't, I'm not going to talk about him anymore. But my other honorable mention is uh, John Morant, who is extremely electric, very talented kid who showed us that you know, he can he can play ball, he can compete at a high level, and that's why I have him there. I think he can be, like, the next John Wall type of player who's always going to be, like, leading his team. I don't know if he has that, like, championship real superstar thing in him, but I really hope he does, and he becomes, like, the best point guard in the NBA because he does have the skill sets that, take, that it takes to do that. So do you have any honorable mentions, Noah? Yeah, I mean, I'll say real quick, John Morant, great mention. Athleticism stuff scares me in terms of health, so I really put him there. I have Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons. I think think Donovan Mitchell can be a great, great player. I think he's waiting to just be put around the right team for that to really show. I think he could lead a finals contending team one day. And Ben Simmons, I think he's going to put up amazing stats on the right team. Don't know if he's a winning player yet. I think the the shot and some of the other stuff has to come along, and that's where I'll leave that. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for making it up to here. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and follow our Instagram page at beatthebuzzer underscore podcast. And thank you for being here. Have a great day.